of the ways that will make your faith strong is your consistent prayer. You remember? And I said that it is by speaking in tongues. Today, I want to build upon. Hallelujah. Today, I want to talk to you about faith is receiving. Faith is receiving. When we talk about faith, what it means is that you are receiving. Praise the Lord. Because anytime we talk about faith, we are talking about somebody who has actually already received. So when we talk about faith, we are talking about somebody who has already received. And it is a beautiful thing because God says that if you can see yourself in it, he has given it to you. If you can say that, yes, I have it, God will give it to you. If you can come to the place where you see yourself that God has called you to enjoy it, he will give it to you. That's how our God is. Praise the Lord. And tonight, by the grace of God, we are here to learn again. When we talk about faith is receiving, uh, we have to continue from where we left last week, where we spoke about prayer. And then we still come into the region of prayer. So, I wish, I wish we could pass the microphone around and then ask questions, then we answer. At what point do you stop praying? Oh, somebody say, if you have faith, when you ask once, back day to come to pass. Yeah. Jesus said, pray without season. So, this is prayer that is unending. You prayed yesterday. This morning you pray. In the afternoon you pray. In the evening you pray. If you have the chance, in the middle of the night you pray. So when he says pray without ceasing, anytime you come to yourself, prayer must be continuous. Praise the Lord. And prayer is so important, we cannot overlook it. We cannot think it is mere, it is just anything. No. Prayer is the means by which the believer obtains victory. You can write it down. Prayer is the means by which the believer obtains victory. When you see someone who has prayed, it means the person is ready to take their victory. And because of that, today we'll go to Matthew 7 from verse 7 to verse 11. Matthew 7 from verse 7 to verse 11. Now, last week we saw how he said, when you speak in tongues, you build upon your most holy faith. Now, today, we are going to look at another scripture. Uh, today, I'm, I, I trust God that I'll be able to exhaust it. We are starting from verse 7. We'll finish at verse 11. And then if we have time, we bonus it with verse 12. But this is what the Lord is saying. He say, ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Next verse. Conditions. Now, if you start a sentence and say, for. What is another word for for? Because. Have you seen? He say ask. After asking, he say do what? Seek. After seeking, now he says do what? Knock. Then you said for means because. So let's start reading it together. Ready? Go. Because 
Everyone that asketh does what? And he that seeketh, and he that knocketh. So he's telling you that some people do not have because they do not ask. The same time, some people do not find because they do not seek. At the same time, too, a certain door is not open unto people because they do not knock. I'll come into it, but these are three levels of prayer. There are times, there are things you ask for. It is as though you didn't ask. Hmm? Then he said, move to the place of seeking. If you seek for something, it means that you don't have it. You have to deliberately look for it to find it. Now you see, after looking for it and you still don't find it, he said, now there is something. If persuasion fails, so knock the door. Let me show you something. Are you ready? Sometimes when you ask, you don't receive because it will be a cycle in your life. Ask and go. Ask and go. God too does not want that. Sometimes when we, there are things we seek, we never find. Because the day we find it and we get it, we leave it. We won't look for it again. But you know what God wants to do? Originally, he wants to bring you into the room where he is. So when you knock out, then he open it into onto this. He enter. The thing you've been asking for is in this room. The thing you've been seeking for is in this room. Now, this room is open to you. So you can be here every time. Do you understand what is happening? Okay, good. Let's go to the next verse. Or what man is there? Now, now you see, he has spoken about asking, knocking, seeking, and how you can get all of that. Then he begins to compare people. He said, or what man is there of you? Whom if his son ask bread will give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will give him a serpent. Uh, there are certain nations, they can actually put a serpent on the plate for you. You know them already. I don't want to say, maybe one that go and preach there. They will watch this video and then they will say, you, you've been laughing at us. I haven't laughed at them, please. I have not said anything. I just say in some places, if you ask for fish, they can substitute it with snake. You yourself, you finish it and you won't know. Next verse. So what did I say there, Apostle? If ye then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, now he's comparing you to him. He says you, you are wicked. No. I did, did I say it? Who is the wicked one? <laughs> he said, you, you are wicked. And if ye then, being evil, know how to, good, how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him? I've always said this and I'll say it again. Those who do not look up to God for God to provide for them, they insult God. What it means is that man is better than God in their eyes. Now, when you do things like that, God will mark you on a paper. Do you know that God, he doesn't save everybody. 
Hey, listen to me. There are people God will move heaven and earth for. There are others when they are dying, you say, mm. You have this faith that I have. Mm. Shabi, you won't die. Mm. <laughs> That's what God will say. God will say to you, Brother, you want to die? Mm, die. Continue. Apostle will hear of this. You know, you be that. <laughs> Jesus. So, I'm taking my time for you to understand some few things here tonight. Listen. Don't, when we, we're talking about faith, and primarily faith is demonstrating or exhibiting confidence in God. So, when you look to a man that is living, that has got weakness, and you regard him to provide for you more than God, God now has a problem with you. So, God will begin to say, you, you, the men who are wicked, who plan wicked, they can be smiling with you today, and tomorrow they'll plan wickedness to kill you. You trust that man more than you trust me, and God will begin to have a problem with such people. In fact, he said, Cursed is any man who relies on the arm of flesh, including yourself. You to your man. So some people, they don't rely on people, but they rely on themselves. Maybe they're educated, so they like the way their brain is. Maybe they are skilled, so they like their skill. Let me show you. That is what idolatry is. When people are idolized because they can sing well in the microphone and they have a good voice, people hail them. And when they hail them because they can sing, people bow to them. And then they lift their voice. Hey, bow to me, bow to me. Recently, there was a guy who did a concert. And he was rapping on stage. And he told them, all of you are going to hell with me. Yes. Idolatry. So they are bowing to him. Now listen to me carefully. You see what we call sugar daddy? Sugar mommy. Oh, problem. Oh, heavy problem. Always problem. <laughs> Listen, I have to teach you what is right. The reason is because there are things that you offer to a sugar daddy. That is why you are the way you are. There is coming a day you cannot offer those things anymore. And when you cannot offer it, what will make you now make money? So you see, people never learn to trust God in their youth. So they grow and they are miserable. Let me tell you, God is now putting his credentials on the table and he's telling mankind, you people who are wicked and are evil, you know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more me, God? What he means is that now God is comparing himself to us in terms of who is better off in relating to you. So when you get up in the morning and your plan, you think on your bed and the plan is that I'll go and ask an uncle you have insulted God you mean that if you ask God God cannot provide for you that day that's why you're going to ask an uncle are you saying pastor if I have a rich uncle I shouldn't go and ask him yes what do you expect you thought I was going to say no yes that's what I mean there are times eh, we have prayed and men have picked up the call and called us and said, I beg you, I have something for you. I beg you, I have something for you. 
if you pray, it will happen to you. In fact, some of you, a lot of you have seen that. After you have prayed, a blessing begins to chase you. You don't know about it. You don't know where it's coming from. Before you know, the blessing is knocking on your door. He said, take it. Take it. Whether I like it or not, take it. Whether I read it or not, take it. Why? Because the good God is living out his life. He must show. He must prove it that he's good. Praise the Lord. Now, there are so many things hidden in this scripture. And and from time to time, I would like to create the confidence in you to draw closer to God. If you find it difficult to draw close to God, it means that the devil is fighting you strongly. The devil is fighting you very, very, very bad. Very, very bad. Because he knows what will give you access to the blessings of God. Do you know money that God gives? It is the money that you can spend and not worry about tomorrow. Oh, what if the money finished? If you finish, you finish. You know where it came, it came from. It can come again. Praise the Lord. Do you understand? Oh, you were a pastor. That's why I said, who told you? The day the Lord told me that you can be preaching for me and be poor. That's the day me, my heart, I, my heart broke. I said, I'm preaching. I can be poor. He said, yes. The fact that you preach does not guarantee that I must make you rich. I said, ha, how? He said, listen, if you don't live by scripture, you will be poor. I said, ah, okay. So there's a way to live. The number one thing, I never get up in the morning and call a man, man, help me. It is a curse on my life to call on a man and help. Listen, a father must take care of a child and the child must grow. Now, in, in the growing process of the child, the father must train the child for the child to know that all that I'm doing for you has a limit and has a time. By the time your child is 14, you must have taught your child to know that seed sowing produces results. Your child does not finish university and then now a pastor will say, come and sow seed. And the pastor has to preach a whole sermon. After preaching the main sermon, he preached a whole sermon on seed sowing before your child will come and give 10 Ghana. Adeng, we will invest 10 Ghana. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? There is a way to walk with God there. God will treat you as though you are the most important pe person in the world. He will supply all your needs. And that's what I'm bringing the church to. And I really, really would like everyone to be mindful of that. I want everybody to be conscious, be sincere about it, be plugged into it, be connected to it. Your life will never be the same. I know what I'm saying. I really do. I really, really do. I know what I'm telling you. Praise the Lord. So I have some few things to share today. I'm not going to share from this scripture, like I said. When I get to verse 11, and I'm able to finish verse 11, the whole of verse 11, then I will go into verse 12. Praise the Lord. So take me back to verse 7. Now listen to me. Faith receives what is desired. Faith receives what is desired. Now I can see what the Lord is saying here. Ask and it shall be given. Can you give me Amplify? Amplify it. Increase the volume. Amplify it. Give me Amplify. Keep on asking. That's what I was coming to. Proper rendering. Rendering. This is how it's supposed to be. Some people, they pray one, they are tired. How long have you prayed? I asked him last week. And then when again? So when I asked him, I was waiting for the answer. He said, they asked him, is that all? Yes. Ah. But last time we saw that consistent prayer. The Lord is drawing you into a lifestyle of, of relationship with him, of affection towards him. You two, you, you are busy. You are looking for money to go and live your life outside of him. 
He too is a God. He's got emotions. He's got feelings. The Bible says, and Jesus wept. If a, a man who does not have feelings cannot weep. He got to a place, he was preaching to the, the Bible says he had compassion on them. Do you understand? So if he begins to talk this way, then we know that God has got feelings. If you do something good to him, he likes it. That's why we say, give him a wave. When you give him a wave, he's in heaven, then he's happy. Ha, 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 ha. This is what they love me. Say, some, say something nice to your God. I love you, Lord. You are the good God to me. You have blessed me with hair on my head. You have blessed me with a beautiful skin. You look at the clothes I wear. You are the one who gave them to me. I'm happy. Thank you. Hey, God is here. Uh-huh, you, you are very good. I like you. Let me show you some more goodness. Now, it is emotions. Look at the way you feel when somebody does good to you. Speaks well of you. So, we come to the place where we understand that God is looking for a relationship. So, he's, he's calling us, draw closer, draw closer, draw, draw. So, he said, keep on asking and it will be given you. This is the proper rendering. Keep on seeking and it will, and, and sorry, and you will find. Keep on knocking reverently and the door will be open to you. Some people don't want to keep asking. They don't want to keep seeking. And don't, they don't want to keep knocking. Now, I was talking about three levels of prayer. When you come to ask, you ask, hello, give me. Then you go. Oh, you just ask. Then you can go. But he said, keep asking. Keep asking. Keep asking. He said, after you keep asking and you, you, you think that it is not enough, he said, now keep doing what? Seeking. Now, when you seek God, there's a, there's a difference. So, you can come to a meeting like this. And we can pray and, and ask God. When you ask God, then you go. That one is fine. But when you are seeking God, then you, you come to an all night service, right? Then we put one prayer topic on the board. Then you pray. Instead of praying about five to ten minutes, like on a day like this, and during the all night, you go like two hours constant. That is you are seeking. You get it? I'm giving you the face understanding of it. I'll go into the deeper one. Then when you are done, he say knocking. The knocking is what the leaders are doing. No? Praise the Lord. Today when it was around three something, my knee, there's a screw here. There's a screw here in my knee. The knee, it was started doing this. I come dim it off. <laughs> so, when it comes to that kind of knocking, you are fasting and you are praying. You are telling the Lord, Lord, help me. I cannot do it. Bring me into the place. Let me function well. Let me see your glory. Let me see your blessing. A lot of people don't have time for their destiny. You look at them, they, they have time for makeup, but their real destiny, they don't have time for it. Do you them, guy, no? The thing that will make them grounded, that they have to take their time and spend time to understand their nature and how God made them so that they can build themselves up. They don't have time for it. Every time I'm busy. Why didn't you go to church? I'm busy. What were you doing? Hmm, I was tired from last three weeks, three weeks, cousins, three weeks. How was church? Church was fine. Hmm, next week I'll come. Au revoir. That week too will come. Hmm, I don't know why. 
this Saturday morning, I feel tired, even though I've been sleeping for nine hours. Hey, nine hours, you are tired. Now, understand, when the devil wants to take away the value of your life, he brings those flimsy excuses. And that is how people's destiny. You'll be shocked. Somebody has slept, they are only 30 years, eh? they have slept about 15 years of their life. Two, okay, okay. Because why? They don't spend time. And listen, this generation is a generation where a lot of people throw their destiny away for quick, quick, quick fix. Everything that must last takes time. Everything that must be built well takes time. If you are building a house, you take your time to build. Why, why are you rushing? Where are you going? You see a model on TV holding Louis Vuitton bag. It's nice to you. She's a model. She can't afford it. Okay, even if she can afford it, it's because she does that job. Or she's on the screen. You hold the whole, you see her holding the bag. You like the bag. This bag, I'll get some pair. This bag, I'll get some pair. Instead of you to focus on your life, you are doing everything to get the bag. The bag to when you hold it, we know that this bag and your life. They don't, they don't go. You, you, you see that life. There are some people, when you see them driving a car, either they send them. Do you know what I'm trying to let you understand? Take your time. Why are you rushing to? You plant your feet down. You begin to dig deep in prayer. You begin to dig deep in prayer. You begin to pray, oh Lord, make me stable. Make me make, make my feet strong. May I not slip. Let me grow strong. Let me grow tall. Let me see your goodness. Let blessings open for me. Let build my destiny and build my life. By the time you are 30 years, you are 40 years, everything is open for you. Some people they don't like it. Oh, we did listen show me a child who will not learn show me a child who will not learn that the father will keep pumping the money on the child it means that the father himself he needs schooling he, need pro- he get problem you've come to faith school right I'm teaching you faith I said one of the best decisions a man can take in his life is to know that my destiny is big is great. So I'll take my time, plant my feet in a sure, in a solid place and build myself systematically. I will do everything to progress. I will not rush the life. I will take my time to see joy. I will take my time to see glory. I will take my time to enjoy God's best. That is the life of wisdom. So he's bringing a lot of us here. The asking level, we have crossed it. It is not working anymore. Because when you became born again, when you ask, they give you, when you ask, they give you, you say, oh, they may dead over. You do, baby, I mean, if you crave you, 
then he gives you. I want this. They give you. I want this. They give you. Then he say, okay, now six more, six more. So you pray. That five minutes prayer I used to pray. Hey, my God, he answered me five minutes. After five minutes, when you tell him, does he answer you again? He said, come and seek me. Then you come and sit down. You see that you sit down with God, then you are meditating on him. God, show me your goodness. God, show me your kindness. Then you are talking to God. You are talking to him. Huh? Then he begin to bless you. Then he begin to give you things. Then you are happy. After a while, he says, still, I want intimate with you. Intimacy. I want to enjoy your presence. Then God will say, all the seeking is okay. Now enter the place of knocking. So sometimes you can be praying for two years. God has done. Mm, mm. Kabaya. Kabaya. Mm, mm. Then he's there. He's still God. Oh. So when you pray for 100,000, then you look through all his change and give you 1,000. Then you come back. Because he doesn't want you to give up along the way. So he, instead of 10,000, he'll give you 1,000. Then he'll do. Mm. Mm. You'll be praying, 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 praying. Until you come to a place. You are my God. Whether I give me or you don't give me. You are my God. He said, now you have passed the stair. Take 500,000. <laughs> do you understand? I'm Listen, I'm, I'm teaching you practicality of working with God. God is a father. God is a father. And he trains his children. God is not a father Christmas. He's not a father Christmas. He will train you. So look at it. He say, keep asking. Keep asking. You cannot pray and say, I prayed yesterday. So it's okay today. It's not okay. You have to pray today too. Yesterday you prayed five hours. Add ten hours today. Aha. Yesterday, today did ten. Go 24 hours. <laughs> uh, I told you, my plan is to do five days straight. That is, that is the ambition. Copy those who through faith and patience uh -huh, you obtain. You too, you must do it. <laughs> it's a keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking. Knock. Now, if you understand all that I'm saying, you understand that God wants to bring you into a place where you don't have to lack anymore. But that place is very expensive to enter there. So God is dwelling there. Now, notice something. If you are standing outside a door and the person who must open for you is also standing outside the door with you, you are equal with the person. Praise the Lord. Do you understand? But when you are standing there and the person is in the room and you are knocking, you are knocking, the person in the room will open the door for you and you will do what? Enter. What it means is that if God opens the door for you and you enter, all the things that God enjoys, you too begin to enjoy it. That is, the, that is the deep level of prayer. So, last week we saw how prayer makes faith vibrant. So, now that you understand that your prayer does not make you weak, it makes you stronger, then you must now make up your mind. I am going to push more. I am going to push more. I am going to push more. Praise the Lord. Do you understand it? You, you get what is happening here? Some people, they like to come around the altar. But they don't come to the altar. Do you understand? When I was meditating on this, that's what the Lord told me. He said, a lot of people like to come around the altar. They will come to church. And because this man of God, when you come, he'll help you. When you come to this church, you'll get a blessing. Oh, things will go well for you. It is true. It is nice. But that is coming around the altar. Now you must come 
to the altar. What it means is that you must come to seek God because God is ready to bless you. Now, when you come to seek God that way and you come to the God who can open the door for you to enter, now you are no more a stranger in the church or at the altar. Now you are somebody who is blessed at the altar because you've come to the altar. Now, when you come to the altar, you come to get, you knock. Lord, if you don't open, I'm not going. If I don't see change, I'm not going. If I don't receive the blessing, I'm not going. You have to be strong. That's why I say a lot of people, they don't think about their destiny. They don't. You ask them, what do you want to do next 10 years? Ah, we will see. Wherever the wind go blow, we go land. Why you be dust? It is dust that lands anywhere. Even dust, when they land on table, they don't want to move again. That's why your tables are dusty. Mm. But where will they go? Uh, where we, we don't know, but you know, as I be with they alive there. Because who needs such people, when the enemy comes up against them, they don't have anything in them to fight the enemy because they don't know why they are living. But if you live according to purpose, if you live according to destiny, when the enemy knocks on your door, you know how. You know the how. You know how. Praise the Lord. We ask by faith and we receive by faith. Faith is putting in the request and faith is taking taking the produce of the request. Faith is putting in the request and faith is taking the produce of the request. Hallelujah. Now, this word ask or keep asking is the word ito. Ito. And or ito. It, this is what it means. It means to crave, to desire, to require, to supplicate. To crave, to to, to require, to desire, or to supplicate. Now, you cannot come into prayer and not have a desire. Any man who steps into the realm of prayer must have come there with a desire in their heart. He said, anyone who has a desire, who asks according to their desire, he'll give to them. So, the first thing that must bring you to a place of understanding is this, that my asking must be according to my desire. When you come, I remember there was a guy, Papa P's friend. If you say God bless you, see in what? Specify. You say God bless you in money. Aha, uh -huh, very good. How much? He's specific about what he wants. Praise the Lord. Are you here with me? The word giving is the word didomi. It means to bestow, to live, to deliver. To open the open hand of God. So with God, once you ask, seek, and knock, it shall be given and made available to you. But the problem is this. You must understand that when you ask, now that he is ready to give, you must be in the place of knowing that when you ask, you will receive. A lot of people ask, but are they here? In their mind, if they, they say, this thing, You know I'm talking to you, right? Yes. So when, when I say, faith, take it. You'll say, Pastor, when you say we should believe, I believe though. 
I don't know why. Believed, but so sometimes people get testimonies in the church and they are shocked that they get tested. Hey, it has happened. Hey, it ha- you didn't believe. Hey, it has happened. If you know it will happen, you maintain. You maintain. You maintain. Lord, thank you. You maintain, then you move on. Are we learning something? Aha. Uh-huh. Now, verse 8. Give me verse 8. I'm, I'm, try- I'm going to land on a certain point, and that's where I'm getting to. For everyone who keeps on asking, receives. Who does what? How many years have you been asking? Some people, they ask two weeks, they are tired. They pray three days, you are tired. Hey. I can tell you a wilderness season that lasted for about five years, six months in my life. Consistent prayer. Consistent prayer. I mean, you can move from somebody who used to hold a lot of money and he came to somebody who didn't have money. And then God now began to take him and build him small, 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 small till he gets to the place. Let me show you something. You know the, the story of the Bible. When Moses met God in the wilderness. Do you remember that story? He said, take off the shoes of your feet. For where you are standing is holy. I explained to you last time, right? It's not that uh, uh, Moses is not holy. But what he meant was that the system by which he used to travel, God is not going to travel with him that way. So he should take off the shoe. The next thing that we see here, see, the staff that you are holding in your hand, put it on the floor. When he put it on the floor, it became what? A serpent. What does it mean? A lot of us, it is the work that we do. That is the deception that we carry in our lives. You know he was a shepherd man. A shepherd boy or a, shep- a shepherd. What it means is that he uses the staff to do his work. God said, now put the staff down. When he put the staff down, it became a snake. So not knowing all this while he has been holding a snake in his hands. Do you know that after that encounter, he was not the one carrying the snake anymore. It was Aaron. Let me tell you something. When you start working with God, anything that gives you confidence in yourself, God will break it. Some people, it is their rich father. Some people, it is their rich mother. If you tell them, believe God, then they are looking at you. So who do you hear in the So you tell them, believe God, they will say, oh, but pastor, me, I don't have need. If I'm sick, I go to the hospital. I can afford any doctor. I say, believe God, we say, oh, pastor, preachy, preachy, different. I say, believe God, or they will tell you, no, pastor, you take this money. They will give you money. Take money and stop, keep quiet. Because what you are seeing, it is poverty talk. Until now, they begin to lose the money that they had confidence in. Number one. Number two, until now, they begin to lose their health. And doctors cannot help them anymore. Then now, they, then now everything you tell them, because you see, to be rich does not exempt you from using your faith. Likewise, to be poor does not mean that you are the one who must use your faith and not the rich. Anybody who is walking on this earth must exhibit their faith in God. Because the more you do it, the more assurance you have that your life will be better. So he told him, put the rod down. When he put the rod down, it became a snake. So not knowing in his hand, he was holding the deception. He didn't know that he was holding a snake. A snake is anything that can bite you. What it means is that the thing that he was using to help himself walk, 
and travel in life, it was a poison that he was holding. And, and I'm saying a lot of people there, you see the legon that you attended, the tech, the brain that you have, the sharpness that you are. Hey, media can sell you that skill that you think that you have. It is the serpent in your life. So it is stopping you. Some people to this their beauty, especially the girls. Some girls, a guy wants to date you. You must, why, why should I date you? What are you bringing? Why? Why are you a, are you a bank? Collateral. Are you a bank? You must end me. Hey. <laughs> Please understand. When God gave you your beauty, He did not give it to you to use it for advantage. Hey. Somebody said, hey. If you are godly, eh, you will hold your beauty well because your beauty must serve a certain purpose. It is for your husband. And, and so winning, yes, at most. Somebody will come, hey, sister, you are beautiful. Say, yes, I know. Wow. How are you? Can I have your number? Yes. It is Jeremiah 3310. Or 3333. Call Lord Jesus. <laughs> They say, what do you mean? Say, I am married to Jesus, so I can't marry you. <laughs> hey, what I say, what I'm saying is that you must be born again. Do you get it? Bishop Ajinasari was going to chase a girl. He was a Buddhist. And he was sitting in the church. He used to smoke marijuana at home. They, so he chased the girl to the church. He was thinking, when I finish, I'll just take this girl away. He was there, and then they did the altar call. That was the day he, he gave his life to Christ. I know it. Oh, I know it. Ah, what I say? You think I didn't grow up in, in the contemporary time? I did. So there are some girls, because they are beautiful, they have this big man's number, this small man's number, this medium man's number. When they ask this one, this one say, they have this one, ask this one, ask this one. Don't do that lie. You are stopping yourself from exhibiting faith in God. Look to him. You are beautiful, so what? Must men sleep with you? No. 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 You are beautiful, so what? Men owe you money. They don't. Their money is not your money. It's not like you are beautiful, so by force they must give you money. I know I'm speaking to you. I know it. I know it. I'm breaking mindsets. Listen. Walk with God, and when God is blessing you, be shocked the way He can bless you. Have you not seen that somebody will pay your school fees, and the person that has doesn't want to have anything to do with you? Praise the Lord! I know I'm teaching. I'm telling you, I know it. Now, this word is that everyone that any everyone who keeps on asking receives. The word receive is the word lambano. Everyone who ask, receive. You take it. So, faith is not always just No, no, no. Sometimes you must go in there and take it. That is why faith is not for lazy people. Do you work? No. How would you work? Nothing. What has the Lord told you to do? Nothing. So, when you get up, you don't pray? No. What do you do? Eh, I just sleep. Uh, I'm waiting on God. Hey, I know some people, they've been waiting on God for about 18 years now. They are still there, waiting. Please don't wait on God. God is also waiting on you. 
everyone who keeps on what? That's what. And he who keeps on doing what? That's what. And those who keeps on knocking takes energy. And if you look at it, to ask is easy. Oh, give me. Then it is given. But to seek, you have to take your time. Look. Look. You take your time to go and look and look and look. What it means is that the thing is not in sight. So you have to deliberately do what? Look. And now when he says knock, when you are knocking, sometimes your hand will get hurt. Sometimes when you go into deep prayer, you must kneel down. You see that there are blisters on your knees, but you still have to kneel down. Then you are there. You are praying. You are praying because what? You are knocking. At that point, you are not asking and you are not seeking. You are going deeper. And then when, when your blessing comes, you, they say, we don't know what to do because you know, don't forget this principle, which is in scripture. Pray in secret and your father will reward you openly. So when you are praying in secret, people don't know what you are doing in the secret. Before they notice, God has opened a door in the physical. They say, ah, but this boy, he does, he's not doing anything. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know how the blessing is coming. They just don't know. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Listen, we are required to take it. Let me show you something. Sometimes you'll be praying for a child and the Lord now gives you a child. And when the Lord gives you a child, then the devil will come and attack your child. Who do you think must take care of the child? So you go and stand and say, God, you gave me the child. Come and give the child medicine. No, do you understand what I'm saying? Do, do you get it? Do you get it? Sometimes the Lord gives you a beautiful child and the child is a blessed child. Everywhere you go, people say, this child will be great. This child will be great. And you are happy. I have given it to a proper child. Beautiful. Bouncing. Bouncing. It is a bouncing. Okay. You know babies do that. When they are like three, four months, and they are, they are, your lap, they will be bouncing. And how many months from here? Six months from home. I also know you say, a bouncing baby. No, no. So when that baby is bouncing like that, and you are excited about the baby, then the devil will attack the baby. Now that the devil has, ta- has attacked the baby, and the baby begins to convulse, what you do, God, the way you gave me the baby, come and take care of this baby. You say, it's now You'll be shocked how God will treat you. Because don't forget, once you are ready to take care of a soul, God expects you to be responsible. That's what I always say to the young guys. If you give birth pay, the fight starter until the child is 25. Yes. But if you train the child well, by the time the child is 17, the child knows how to maneuver. Rekete, tido, tido, tido. Ah! You'll be having a prayer partner. Rota, rota, rota. Teda, teda. Obeke, now life is easy. Afran, so life is easy. Are you here with me? So, there are times when the enemy attacks your baby, you, you enter. You tell me, don't come here. Don't come here. Don't touch my baby. You can't touch my baby. This is a proper baby. This is a blessed baby. This baby will remain blessed. You cannot touch my baby. And that's what I'm saying. So you are strong. Now, let me show you something. You know that everybody and their temperaments, right? We notice that people who are, let me, let me come and look away. People who are heja heja. How do you say it in English? You can say they are quick tempered. Or they are feisty. People who are, they quickly, they react to things quickly. They are 
bubbly. They are very happy people. They are always out there. Uh, those people, they talk loud. They are happy people. Those people, they easily react to things because when they see, they will say. When, as they see, they will say. You understand? And then there's another group of people there. They are like, calm, cool. Please, if you are, how many of us here is called patients? A lot of patient people, they don't have patience. <laughs> She's called patients. <laughs> my sister, my cousin said, one is called patients. Only. All the patience is gone. Because, so I always say, don't name your children patience. The patience is gone. Praise the Lord. Now, I'm seeing this to come to this point. When you are dealing with the devil, there's nothing like me, dear, my life, I'm patient. Stop what you are doing. Even the devil is my honest, so they're not children. you ain't me, the devil will tell you, Madam, lift your voice. So the way you are talking cannot attack me. Lift your voice. If not, I'll kill your baby. That's what the devil himself will tell you. So if you are calm, you are cool, you have a lot of, you are gentle, and you want to deal with the devil. Don't worry, say, devil, move. No. Until that language he doesn't understand. Hey, my baby, I command you in the name. Of Jesus. Now, get your hands off. Before you notice, you say, okay, 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 okay. He will go. But that more, oh, let's put towel here. Let's wet the towel, put it. Then the baby, is, it keeps going down, down, down. I've seen it all. But when you get angry in your space, say, go! Before you notice, the devil will say, okay, 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 okay. Then you go. Listen, go deep into God. The more you go deep into God, the more you go deep into faith, the more you break the activities of darkness, the more you stop their work because God is looking for people who will knock. Asking, asking is just, is, is a baby level. When you finish asking, pack it aside. Now enter the place where you begin to seek. When they say all night prayers, you are there. When they say, oh, uh, Friday prayers, you are there. They say, oh, Saturday, Monday prayers, you are here. Oh, we are not praying for air, I know, but I'm praying. Then you begin to put in the effort. You begin to seek him. You begin to seek him. Then he begins to lift you, lift you, lift you, lift you. Before you notice, the problem that used to be a problem is no more a problem to you. Then now, you say, okay, pastor, when can we go on a retreat? Then pastor will tell you, let's go, it's 12 hours old. You say, let's go. I've not done it before, but I'll do it. Pastor, let's go. Then we'll go and reach there. You pray for it, then sleep catch you. Ah. Pastor will look at you and leave you. So when you sleep like 30 minutes, Pastor will come and knock you. Because if you cross 30 minutes, now it is proper sleep. You are not seeing any vision. Then Pastor will come and knock you. Hey, get up. Then we continue. Then when we go uh, another four hours, that is eight hours old. Then you do small pastor say it's okay, it's okay. Now me and honey uncle is left with another four hours. Hey, then you go, 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 go. By the time you finish the 12 hours, you say, Hey, pastor, my life will never be the same. Because why? You have been brought into the realms of knocking. When you knock, you begin to enjoy the same position with God. Because you see, God is bringing a mindset here. He said, When you have faith in me, now you push everything that takes away your distraction. Now begin to seek me. 
Ah, that's why I said, if you knock a door and they open it to you and you enter that door, you begin to enjoy everything that is in the door, inside the room. You don't have to ask anymore. You are there. You know how to get it. Praise the Lord. Tonight, I pray that somebody will enter the doors of God. Your amen can do better. May you enter the doors of God. Listen to what I say. I say, may you enter the place where money is given. May you enter the place where opportunities are generated. May you enter the place where everywhere you enter, people will accept you. May you enter the place where favor now wears you like a garment. When you speak to men, they say, I don't know why, but I want to give it to you. May that be your story. Hallelujah. Now, you know that he speaks of findeth, right? He that seeketh findeth. And I said it means that you don't have. But actually, the word findeth there means to procure. So even if you can't see it, you are looking for it. Ah, by seeking, you procure it, you buy it. There are people they can buy in the realms of the spirit. Have you not seen it before? Sometimes I remember I was praying for somebody. Ah, I lifted up my, 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 my eyes and I saw in a vision, I saw that they had given somebody a coin to receive. And when the person gave the coin, the person pointed at the person that I had to pray for. And when they pointed, then the person that received the coin blew a powder over the person. Not knowing they are putting epilepsy on the person. Do you know how much the person bought it? Do you know how much the person bought it? In the realms of the spirit, the wickedness they do, they don't pay a lot of money. No, no, no. It is, it is cheap money. Cheap. Cheap money. That's what they used. When I saw I said, ah, what is this? The Lord said, this person went to buy the echereyarie for this person. And they used this amount, small amount. Was it like 20 pesos? That's how much they used to buy epilepsy for a grown woman. Grown woman. So when she's in the office as a banker, then she, it will come on her. Then she'll begin to converse, sleep on the, lie on the floor, basa basa, scatter papers and money. Then they'll bring her home. You see, it, it doesn't make sense. Then they'll send her home. Then she'll go recover. Finally, the bank said, we can't work with you again because the way they're saying is, we can't work with you. We, I met her at the forest. I laid my hands on her. The following day, the woman called her and said, why do you want to kill me? Why? And I said, now that this woman has asked you this, it means that she knows that the final verdict of this situation is death. So you have to rise up and pray. She said, okay. Then we entered prayer. Praise the Lord. You must understand when the Lord calls you into the realm of knocking. When you enter the realm of knocking, you don't struggle to do well. When you enter the realm of knocking, you don't struggle. Money comes to you easily. Blessings come to you easily. You notice that things happen all around you. Why, why is your pocket dry? Check it. Are you knocking? Because when you are in the place where you have knocked and they open the door to you, the money is there. In that room, there is riches. In the rooms of God, there are riches. So when you, when you knock and they open the door for you and you enter that place, you begin to take wealth. You begin to take good health. You begin to take good marriage. You begin to take good things. Tonight, eh? I came to tell you that in applying your faith, a deeper level of prayer is required. So yeah, last week I asked teacher Mefa, how was the routine before you got your job? 
how, how did you get your job? We started the fast, right? How many days into the fast? Like a week. A week or two weeks into the... You see, there are times, eh? When you start the fast, you begin to pray, uh, the resistance is too strong. The enemy cannot stop you and you say, please, take your thing, take your thing. Praise the Lord. Now, all three words are very strong words and they carry the meaning of possession. They carry the meaning of what? So, you must be in the place where you possess what belongs to you. God, God, God gave you a car. Be, when you got the car, no, you got an accident. A day alive, no, no. Oh, there are accidents, there are two kinds of accidents. Accidents that come because you don't have experience of driving. Because the one who taught me how to drive told me, before you master driving, you have four kinds of accidents. I say, hey, which one is that? He said, one in front, one at the back, one on this side, and one on this side. <laughs> so I was careful every time until I had an accident on the side. I was going past a stone and then the side, the underpart. When I was so that the underpart of the car was torn, I said, Yay, Papa will not see car and I beam. And then I said, In the name of Jesus, it won't happen to me again. I was going, uh, I tried to apply the brake. Before I noticed, I knocked a car. The guy said, Major is car, and not Jimmy's car. And he said, One time, I call reverse, and I'm the pimp. Hey, Ubika, I'm saying, okay. Let me say, four then, yeah, so. <coughs> so when I say four now, so in the minion accident, be praise the Lord. Me last, no, no. Now I'm saying this to let you understand something here, that in this world, when things become difficult, there are stages that you must go through, and I'm saying that. You, you can have an accident because you were a new driver. That one, it is normal. So most of the time, you buy, uh, you have a certain car that you can use to start your life. What else here? Uh -huh. Then when you master the driver, then you get the Porsche one that you, you don't want to touch. Uh -huh. Now, if it happens that you scratch your car from the beginning, it's normal. That one, you've not caused anything. But that you got a car, peh. every time you dream, you see death. The car has got an accident. You've seen an accident. Hey, don't sleep. Oh. If you see that kind of dream, you have because proud to you getting the car, you never see yourself in a car accident. What it means is that the family people like you to walk. Ah, yeah. Listen, I'm preaching the preaching for you to understand the preaching. I'm bringing you practicality. Listen, their, their family saying, once you don't drive, they leave you. But once you drive, They'll say, hey, you want to show us, you are a guy, you have money, you do this. They will do everything to fight you. If you see yourself in that place, that's not the time to sleep. Oh. That's not the time to do what? That's the time to pray. Fridays, Thursdays, I teach practical levels sometimes so that you can understand me. So when you see that the opposition is very strong, don't sleep. that's not the time to sleep. That's the time to quickly rise up and face the music. Let them know that if they can dance, you can dance better. If they can sing, you can sing. If they, know, if they can chant, you can pray better. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you here with me? Now, these three levels of prayer...
brings you to a place where the enemy cannot stand you. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. These three levels of prayer brings you into a place where the enemy, the devil cannot stand you. It's not everybody who gets an accident and dies. Oh, don't think about it that way. Don't. They are, you can see the car. The car has, in, in three palace, we say, a peche. But you see the person standing outside looking at the car that has peche. Praise the Lord. I've shared the testimony of before how I was going. And then I was turning. And all of a sudden, the car turned like this. And the pickup truck came to pass. Massive speed. That night I slept in my dream. I saw the hand of the angel turn my steering. It's not everybody who gets caught up in an accident. It's not everyone. So when you hear that accident has happened, don't ask that question. Praise the Lord. Because when you come into that, those three levels of prayer, the enemy cannot stop, stand you. He cannot stop you. Every time the enemy stops somebody, look at their lives, it's because they are prayerless. Yes, I'm telling you the truth. Praise the Lord. Now he said, for everyone who keeps on asking, receives. And he who keeps on seeking, finds. So, it, it brings us a certain idea. We don't stop. We don't pray today and stop praying tomorrow. We don't get what we want yesterday, so today we won't pray. If you make a hundred... Listen, there are some people here. If they make one million dollars scheme, they'll, they'll become pagans. In the church, their name will be in the register that they are in the church. Oh. But when it comes to their spiritual life, it will be like they never hear, heard of God before. Because eh, when you see the way they live, one million, me, I get one million dollars. Ah, the whole Ghana go know. Eh? Ghana go know what? You know the families who have got about one million Ghana cities, they are still here. Look, the Lord is to their place where we can be able to have access to the blessings of God. And when, when the blessing comes, we don't stop praying because the blessings came. Because you got a blessing today, it will jitter you to pray some more so that tomorrow's blessings will be greater than today's blessing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Say, I have wealth. I have money. A lot of money. Say, when I pray, I take my blessings. I will never stop asking. I will never stop seeking. I will never stop knocking because I will have whatever I'm looking for in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, listen to something. Now, I'm beginning to enter certain places. Give me next verse. Let's begin to now contrast between God and man. And let's look at something. Oh, what man is there of you? If his son ask him for a loaf of bread, will hand him a stone. Now, understand that when we talk about bread, we're talking about the, we are talking about Christ, first and foremost. We are talking about the word. We are talking about grace. But more so, we are talking about food. Okay? Eh? Praise the Lord. Do you remember that when Jesus took the bread, he broke it? He said, this is my body that has been broken for you. So the bread represents the benefits of the covenant. Do you understand? For sure. Good. So the bread, when he says, who will ask his son? Who, whose son will ask him for a loaf of bread? That bread represents the benefits or the blessings of a covenant. Don't forget... This is a father and a son relationship. So he's telling us that if you will ask God, who is your father that give me bread, he will give you bread. Do you understand? So the bread represents the covenant blessings, the benefits of the covenant. So a lot of people, that's why I say, the more you keep asking, the more you keep receiving. The more you keep seeking, the more you get. The more you keep knocking, the, the more the Lord brings you into it. But some people, when they get to it, they say, it's okay. They don't do anything again. No, 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 no. 
you have to make sure that you keep receiving, you keep getting, you keep enjoying. Because the blessing of the Lord must rest upon your life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So he says that if you ask for bread, he will give it to you. And he will not give you stone. You know what the stone is. The first thing a stone represents in the Bible. The first time a stone was mentioned was the law. So he says, you will not ask him for bread, which is Christ, and he will give you the law. When you ask him for bread, he will truly give you the blessing. How many of us today, sincerely, lifted up your voice and said, Lord, provide this to you. Huh? Good, good. One count, one count. Uh Have you seen it? How has your day been? Very good, you see. You know why? Because you did ask. There is something about asking. Now, how many of us went past asking and now you spend a little time in prayer? Let me see. Huh? Amazing. The same people who ask, they are the same people who pray. <laughs> you cannot be other. They are in line. If you look at God and you ask him for bread, he's the same person who opened the door for you to enter. Do you understand what's happening? Give me the next verse. So we see, God will never give you stone when you ask him for bread. He will, the covenant demands that he gives you what you must have. Now, verse 10 says, or if he asks for a, a fish, you will hand him a, a serpent. <laughs> you know what fish represents? Well, you remember, the Bible says that, and I'll make you fishes of men. Okay? That was innumerable. He's talking about a lot of uh, men. Okay? Now, understand something. Have you ever seen a fish? Uh, the fishes that they draw in the net before. Have you seen it? When they go to draw, can you count the fishes? Whilst they are catching the big, they're catching the medium, the small, every kind is mixed up in the net. Exactly. So, the fish represents wealth. So, he says, who will ask for fish and he will give him a serpent? The serpent also represents poverty. So, he says, you won't ask God for riches and he will give you poverty. Why are a lot of people not asking? That's why I say, people, eh, their mind is some way. When I say people, we are all parts. When we see that somebody has got this thing, right? And we think that the person is rich and he's in our family. The whole family, everybody will take their trouble to that one man. So in the morning, the man, they will line up in front of his house. Some will call him daddy, offer. That is where you will see that somebody who is a grandfather will come and bow to his son and come and say, please give me, please give me. So whilst that line is getting longer and longer and that man is giving, and he's giving, and he's giving. Then, if that man is not godly, he will not learn to give God praise. So he will think that he. Do you understand? Good. Now that he's they are, they are coming to him and he's giving, then he becomes very proud. Good. The people too who are coming, they begin to see him as their God. So every morning, instead of praying and asking God, they now go to the man and go and ask the man. The more you keep doing that, the more a curse comes on the family. So do you know what happens? Sometimes that rich man dies and he will go. Or if God does not want to kill him, then the job, everything will spoil. That is where the the rich man to his true family will show up. The ones who really care about him, that's where they'll show up. So when it happens that way, this man that has been helping people, now he can't even help himself to help people. Now you begin to hear stories about him. Good. When it happens that way, that whole family now goes down because they have not learned that in their quiet place, in their secret place, everybody must seek God and pray to God. So, let me tell you, if you have a rich uncle or somebody who is helping people in the family, go and advise him that he should rather train the people to seek God. It doesn't mean he shouldn't give up. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that so that the people will not see him as their supply because when they do that, now God becomes 
the very enemy of that man. I know I'm teaching you something. Do you understand me? So, he said, if you ask for a fish, he will not give you a serpent. And I'm saying that the serpent represents poverty. At the same time, the serpent represents the devil. So, he says, you won't ask him for fish and he'll give you a snake. He won't do that. When you ask for fish, he'll give you a fish. Why would he do that? Now, another thing. The snake also stands for evil. It stands for sin. That which steals, kills, and destroys. You know that a snake is poisonous. So what he means is that instead of getting something to fill your belly, then now God will give you poison. No, he doesn't. God will give you what you want. That is why the Lord will want everybody to be persistent in prayer. Because the more you pray, the more he supplies everything you need. Hallelujah. Let's go to the next verse. If you then, evil as you are, know how to give good and advantageous gifts to your children, I like that. How much more will your father who is in heaven, perfect as he is, give good, good and advantageous things to those who keep on asking him? Who do what? Who do what? How many of us have been asking for something from God but you have not yet received? That is your. Yeah, brother. Please write up your picture. 